Kia ora wahine mai, mai, hara mai, and welcome to the Pep Talk with Pip podcast show. I'm your host Pip and I hope that wherever you are, you are happy, safe and well. Now each week I get to chat to amazing wahine about their life journeys, their challenges and successes in the hopes of inspiring and encouraging other wahine to be the voice and not the echo. Thank you for joining our very first Pep Talk with Pip podcast show. I do hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and you've been able to relate or resonate with Savannah's story of motherhood as a single mama. If you'd like more information on any of our stories that we have or you'd like to know how to get involved to share your story, jump over to our Facebook page NWK7 Coaching Limited and leave us a message. Until then, I'll be back next week with more inspirational kōrero from amazing and courageous wahine. So I hope wherever you are, you are happy, safe and well. Welcome, welcome to the Pip Talk with Pip podcast show. Um, as I said, my first guest, Miss Savannah Leonard. Um, so, Vannas, as, as you are known to me. Um, first question I'd like to ask you is, um, tell me a bit about yourself. doesn't have to be too long, but just, yeah, tell us who you are and, um, yeah, your story. Okay. Yep, go for it. Okay, so my name's Savannah. I am the eldest of five. Um, I am a mother to one beautiful baby girl, Ellie. I am 25 going on 26, and I had her at 24. Awesome. Awesome. Now, with our podcast, the next question I want to ask you is, how do you hope to impact our audience? What, um, impact, what value do you want to add to their lives? I just want young mums, especially solo mamas, to know that, you know, it's it's okay to, you know, go through the emotions of being pregnant and, don't let others' opinions affect your daily life of being a mama. Awesome, awesome. I'm, I'm pretty sure at the end of our podcast that you, you, you would have been able to achieve that and had, had some have impact on their lives. Now, um, question number one: Tell me about a time when the reality of becoming a mum really sunk in. Uh, for me, it was. Um, the day I gave birth to her. So it was uh, the 1st of July, 2019, and I didn't understand the whole going through labour stuff. Like it wasn't a thing to me, like I'd never been through it. So for my mum to be there and see the signs, it was good. Um, But reality really kicked in when I had finally given birth to her and I seen her and my whole world was tipped upside down, but in a good way. Yeah, I can imagine I can imagine it would have been tipped upside down. And I guess in that moment, um, what can you experience some of the feelings that you were having at that time, if you can remember? Um, I, I, whoa. it's, it's like this, I felt loved because mum was there. Um, it was just like this different love for a human being that, you know, I grew in my puku. It was, 
it was such an amazing experience and I did it all over again but being my first pepe I was like this this is it like I've got to start being more mature and loving myself and loving her it's a different type of love than I've ever felt oh and I can yes I can fully understand what you mean by that one um when you become a parent it's a hot yeah the world changes it does um, you see it through little eyes and it's it's amazing oh awesome awesome I can hear her in the background um what is the hardest what has been the hardest part of raising babies so far um for me it would be um it's the teething trying to get through teething alone because it's always just been her and I and trying to settle her down especially when her teeth are hurting it's like I get frustrated but she's frustrated because she's hurting and it's like okay we both need to just calm down but that's been the biggest struggle is trying to get through the whole teething stage and um, what have you had to do to what sort of things have you had to do to try and overcome the whole teething um, part of parenthood because I remember that yesterday (laughs) I had to like I've taken up things like um just putting my headphones on and you know letting her the medicine settle in because I give her Pamela so I let the medicine settle for a bit and yes she does have a little bit of a tuggy whistle but I just put my headphones on and I just listen to some music that calms me down and then once she's finally settled down she comes to me so we've got this understanding that she needs to learn how to self-soothe instead of mummy doing it all the time because mummy won't be there all the time when she goes to kohanga she hurts herself she's got to learn to self-soothe instead of instead of me always comforting her when she's mamai oh amazing amazing i love hearing that i love hearing how um, the holistic way that you you put um, when you talk of self-soothing. I've, I don't think I've ever heard that term before, but the way and the context that you've put it, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like you say, um, you're not going to be there all the time. So if she gets mamai at kura kohanga, she needs to know how to look up, you know, to, to, to settle down and be able to comfort herself again when you're not around. So I love yeah. that concept. Thank you for sharing that. That's okay. The next question I want to ask is describe a normal day in the life of Savannah and Ellie. Oh, so it's a, um, it's like being on a roller coaster. You never know what's going to come around the corner. Like some days we have our really good days where we have no tantrums, we have a set routine, and then other days is like, Okay, here's some coughs and some tantrums and some, but it's it's all learning and I love it. Like we are going through the process at the moment of getting her into a routine of this is the time when you eat, you can have snacks in between, but you do need to have a nap at this time or else you get grumpy. <laughs> I think us adults get like that too. If we don't eat and, and sleep, <laughs> and we get grumpy as well. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, is every two days the same? Or, like, you talk about routine, but is um, when are the days that have just 
completely blown your routine and what the heck's going on what what do I do now have you ever had those experiences oh we've had them multiple times um like the most recent one is when Nan went into hospital and because she's so used to Nan coming home like Nancy goodbye to her then when Nan didn't come home she was waiting up forever until Nan got home from work so I had to call Nan Okay. Yeah, it's just about um trying to be bit flexible and adjust adjusting situations. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well that's good then at least you can, you know, you have that ability to be flexible and and just think, wow, what's what what's my next step? What do I have to do now? Yeah. Um awesome. Okay. Uh next question. What is a common myth about single parenting? Or more specifically, single single mamas? What's a, what's a common myth that you have heard before you become a mum or you continue to hear now? Um, the most common thing that I get is, where's dad? Okay, yep. And, like, okay, so we split up when I was three months pregnant because of his aggressive, his aggressive behaviour and his abuse towards me. So okay. I had to get that out of... I had to get out of there because that wasn't healthy for me or my baby. Um, but that is the most common question that I get asked is, where's the father? And I'm like, okay, yes, a child does need two parents, but a mother can give just as much love as another parent could. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, that, that, that's, that is a common myth or common thing that, um, you know, kids should be brought up by two parents. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a hard life for young mamas or young fathers to raise children on their own. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, you've proved that you, you'll definitely prove that one at your age, um, being young. So, yeah, how, how, how does it go? How, how do you feel now? You, you, so, you definitely, as a mum, as a young mum now, definitely know that, yes, although babies need two parents, one parent can still do the job of both. And all honestly, I love it because there's not that um, that other person trying to tell you how to discipline it, or there's no two ways of disciplining, or there's yeah. no two ways of doing things. It's mum's way or no way. Like that's all there is to it. Um, and yes, at times I'm like, what would it be like if her father was in the picture? But I can't imagine it because he's never been in the picture. So it's. I've had my family to help me out and there are times where I'm like, you need to go and spend time with your grandparents because you're doing my head in. But I wouldn't change those moments for the world. Like she is, she has made me who I am now. Oh, beautiful. Well, talking about whānau, the next question I was going to ask you is, who are three people? I know it's going to be very hard mm -hmm. to narrow down to three people. Um, but who are three, three people that have helped you on your journey of motherhood? My first one would be my mum. She was there at birth um, of yep. my baby, and she's been there ever since. Um, I would I thank my mum for everything. Uh, the second one would be my grandmother, my nan, because um, we live with her, and baby has spent so much time with her. When they see each other, because they we live in Patarudu and then staying over to Gore. When they see each other, it's like this little 
light glows up in their eyes and it's so beautiful to see. Yeah. Um, and the third one. I would say my best friend at the moment who has impacted me on her experience on solo mama parenting yeah. um, and how she has raised her son in a different world than I have. And yeah. just seeing another perspective of what motherhood actually looks like from her eyes. Yeah. And it's it's cool to bounce things off her as well. Like her son is now 12 and with things like um, Ali's eating habits, she's like, well, try this instead. So she's also helping me, you know, make healthier choices for my baby. Awesome. And it's always good to get like other people's perspectives. Um, we still make the decisions at the end of the day for our peers, but it's always nice to get... As long as, it's, <laughs> as long as it's coming from a genuine, sincere place, hey, yeah. we can take it on board and make it our own. So um, awesome. I'm glad that you've got those three wonderful ones here that are there helping you to, um, you know, give the life, give Ellie a life that she deserves. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, what do you wish you'd known before you became a mama? Ah, uh, how much they cost. In all honesty, like they go through nappies and clothes and all that's in shoes, like nothing. Like, um, she was quite a tiny pepe, and so she was in yep. newborn clothes, but I didn't have any newborn clothes. I had prepared for, um, oh no, she was in prem clothes, sorry, and I had prepared for newborn, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this child. So we went out that week and brought her some prem clothes, just a few bits and pieces. By the time we got home to go put them on her, she was already, you know, she was already growing out of them. Um, yeah. And they go through clothes like nothing. They go through socks especially. You'll put two pairs in the wash and only one will come out. And they're not even yeah. a pair. Um, but, yeah, I just wish that someone had told me that they are expensive, but it is worth it at the end of the day. But don't go splurging out on so much clothes and like, because you don't necessarily need it. They don't need it. Yeah. I, I guess too with firstborns, um, we just want to buy all the nice clothes, make sure they've got 10, 10 of that <laughs> item. At the end of the day, as long as they're warm, they're clean, they're happy, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yes, the kids can, they're going to, baby's still going to be costly as she gets older too, Vanessa. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the next question I do want to ask you um, is what, what would you change about parenting? Um, I know you talked about the, the special moments that, that baby has had with Nan and you wouldn't change those, you know, those times for anything. But if you could change one thing um, to make things a lot easier for yourself, not to say that it's not easy now, but, yeah, is there one thing that you would change? Um, if I could, it would be her attitude. But um, in all seriousness, I would probably change the way I 
the way I discipline her. So some people don't like the fact that I just let her cry because they say that they, that she could get jaundice. But that's just her packing a tantrum and being a baby. Like she can't ex- express herself. So the only way she knows best is to cry. So I'm like, well, okay, you can cry and then come back to mum when you're ready to, you know, ready to let me know what you want. I don't understand crying and screaming and kicking and punching. So I just let her cry. And that would be the one thing that I would try and change is, you know, let a mama do what she knows how to do and that has worked worked for her from the start. Oh, wonderful. And so when baby's having her moment, what do you do to make sure that you're okay as well? Oh, I put my like, headphones um, in and I just listen to I the music. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Because, I mean, I guess us as adults too, we need moments of, um, express, you know, allowing our expressions to come out. Um, is there times that you just want to pack a tente and, and um, oh. you know, just sit there and, and let all that expression out? Oh, there is. There's many, many times that I feel like I need to just, take a moment for myself and just cry or just scream or you know just do something that makes me feel better because when I feel better she has she starts calming down because she knows when I get frustrated so she plays on it yeah and I guess to a baby's model what they see and what they hear and um yeah, so does um, baby go and put headphones on and um, listen to music too while you're having your moment? Oh, she gets her TV moments. She has <laughs> control of the TV 24-7. The only time I get control of it is when she's asleep. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Okay. Um, how has being a parent changed your way of thinking about motherhood or parenting as a whole? Like, um, I guess, growing up, and then, you know, I guess looking at your mum and, and, and things like that and how she parented and how, how has being a parent yourself changed the way you think? Um, it has changed how I think because my mum was a young mum when she got when she had me. Um, so now I kind of understand, you know, the, the roller coaster she was going through. Um, yeah. I don't blame her or I don't hate her for the things that she did. Because now I see it through how she sees it from motherhood because I was a young mum and, you know, a solo mum at that. And, yeah, it's just, it's different when you become a mum. Like, you become a different person but in a good way. Mm. And they change you into this, like, loving human being, like, it's amazing. Like she's changed my outlook on life. Um, I start planning ahead of time instead of just waiting for things to happen. You better cut it. Yeah. Out. No, you're not getting it. <laughs> Get. Um. Oh, I was going to ask you a question too. Um, but you just just what you've shared with me has just blown blown me right away. Um. What's one thing that you do for self-care other than putting your earphones on and um, 
and listening to your music. What what what's a couple of things that you do to self, you know, to to look after yourself, or you know, so that you're you're giving the best of you to baby, um, as opposed to um, you know, just giving, just not looking after yourself at all. What do you do? Um, most of the time, I'm either on Facebook or TikTok. Um, yeah. But things that I like to do for myself is probably just taking time out to start doing my crocheting or writing or drawing. Um, yeah. Or just things that, you know, I've always done. I've always done crocheting and drawing and writing. Um, just those sort of things that makes me not forget that I'm a mum, but it's... I can switch off because she's asleep. And that's probably the only time where I do that sort of stuff while she's settled and watching her TV. Right now she's getting up and down off the bed. That's okay. We haven't got too far to go. On a scale of 1 to 10, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, where would you put um, the job of a motherhood? Oh, yeah, how do I how do I put this? Um, no, let me ask that question again. On a scale of one to ten, how important? Like one being not at all, ten being absolute utmost importance. Where do you put self care? Oh, at a different. How do you at about nine ten? That self care is important yeah. because you have to care for yourself in order to be able to care for someone else. Oh, beautiful! I love that. Okay, the last question for our interview runners. Um, we've gone through a lot, and we've already been on here for twenty-two minutes. Um, I wanna, I want to know what advice would you give to new young mamas? I know you touched on it before, but what's one piece of advice you could just, you know, from your own experiences? What would you share with them? Um, so for young mamas, I would say just, just go with. Just go with the flow. Uh, do what makes you happy. Yes, everyone's going to have an opinion of how you raise your baby. But at the end of the day, it's you that has to wake up to the cries and it's you that has to deal with the tantrums and change the nappies. You know, it's you that's doing it all. They just see what they see. They don't see what goes on between your four walls of your own home. They don't see that sort of stuff. So trust your instincts. And when you do become a mama, you do have those instincts. Like they're always there with you. Um, so, yeah, just trust yourself and do what you feel is best for your baby. Well, there we go. Uh, those are the wise, wise words of a beautiful 25-year-old young Māori mama raising her daughter on her own. You heard it first here on Pip, Pip Talk with Pip, the podcast show. Uh, I am sure, Vanas, that you have the question I asked you at the, at, at the beginning of how do you hope to impact your, our audience. I think you would have made a but you would you will make a big in, impact on them. Um, once this goes to air. Thank you, my darling, for, for doing this for Auntie. Um, next next time you're back in tote, let me know and we'll go and have okay. coffee, eh?
Kia ora no wahinema. Thank you for joining our very first Pep Talk with Pip podcast show. I do hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and you've been able to relate or resonate with Savannah's story of motherhood as a single mama. If you'd like more information on any of our stories that we have or you'd like to know how to get involved to share your story, jump over to our Facebook page NWK7 Coaching Limited and leave us a message. Until then, I'll be back next week with more inspirational kōrero from amazing and courageous wahine. So I hope wherever you are, you are happy, safe and well.